0: Shalom aleichem. is continuing chapter 5 of Betza Mishnah Gimel. Today we get back to some t'chum issues. Recall from Eruvin, uh, back a few mazah to ago, a t'chum is the limit in which we remain on Shabbat. We call 2000 amot from your home in every direction and the sages gave also the corners, so it's not just a circle, it's the square around the circle with a 2000 ama radius. And we also we learned in Erevin a person could move his makom shvisa his place of residence for tachum purposes by placing food or or being somewhere at the start of Shabbat or Yom Tov. So here Mishnah Gimel Behema vehakelim animals or items you know clothing or vessels kiraglia they can go on Shabbat and Yom Tov in the same place the person can go. So Reuven can take his hat with him throughout his entire tachum but he can't go to the very edge of his tchum and then hand it to Shimon, who will then take it beyond that original tchum of the real owner. So the Mishnah explains a case. hamoser Someone gives over his animal uh, to take it out to pasture on yuntiv, and uh, gives it to his son or to the shepherd. The animal could only go where the original actual owner could go. Now, if he gave it to the shepherd before Yom Tov, it would be within the shepherd's uh, tchum, and the Gemara brings a case where if there's only one shepherd for the village and everyone gives him the animals, then they know that the the animal, they intend for the animal to have the tchum of the shepherd even before yomto. And the Mishnah brings another scenario. There are a lot of boys in the house, and one of them has a suit or a, or a black hat. So it has to go by his tchum if it's specifically his. If it's, you know, the jump rope that belongs to the entire family, it can only go the place they all can go. So if one brother made an Eruv a thousand Amot to the east and one a thousand Amot to the west, then this jump rope, whatever item that they share, can only go where both of them could go. Mishnah Dalet continues this theme. Somebody borrows a Kli, clothing, whatever it is, Heir of Yom Tov, before Shkia, before the holiday begins, Kiragli HaShoel. So now it has the same tchum, can go like the legs of the borrower, wherever the borrower can go. If they didn't borrow it until after Shkia, after Yom Tov began, it can only go where the actual original owner could go. Now this leads to the next interesting case in the Mishnah. So one woman borrowed from her friend spices uh, or water or salt to put into her dough. So the flour itself or the vegetables or the meat or whatever the Icker food was belongs to woman A, but woman B is lending her, you know, the spices and the water and the salt. So it blon—it really gets the status of both of them. Hare, elu, kirugle shtehen. So this, this cooked food or this dough that she's prepared has to be in that overlapping area of both their tichumen. So if one made a tchum up north and one down south, you might have very little overlap in that case. So they'd have to be particular if they're borrowing on Yom Tov itself about where this person can go, because that's where their belongings can go as well. Rebbe Yehuda doesn't worry about the water. If they merely borrowed water and nothing else, because water has no substance. Now he doesn't mean no actual physical molecular substance. What Rabbi huda means is the water as you cook it or you knead it into the dough gets absorbed into the dough or absorbed into the porridge or the food or the vegetable dish and you don't actually see it in the final product.